Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of The Morning Shift. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Zero res, smart, lasting, clean. I see you guys are staying hydrated. It's a necessity. I, I, like I said a minute ago, this whole water cleanse, water fast thing. The one thing, like I'm not hungry. I desperately want some coffee. Save that. Too. I mean, desperately want some coffee. I, Bad. I can't. I can't quench my thirst, and I don't think it's thirst. I think it is the the, the, the flavor, like having a different taste. I mean, I've got my um, W Sauce Yeti cup here, 32 <sighs> ounce I'm going through. This morning, by the way. I think that's it for me. The caffeine and the flavor of the meal, but I'm not hungry either right now. Like, I'm fine. We're not that. We're not far enough into it to be hungry. You know yeah, what I mean? We're not even 25. We're, we're what? I'm, I'm uh, 20 hours into it, something like that. Hold on, I'll tell you. Not even that. I've, uh, Basically, I, I just skipped dinner last night. I got a countdown timer. <laughs> so I've got two you hours. Have a countdown I've, got, timer. I've got two days, four hours, 50 minutes, and 44, 43. Oh, oh 42 seconds. Uh, you like the picture, too? Is it going to burst into confetti on your phone when, when this is over? <laughs> it's going to say, Congratulations. Congratulations. Well, it. it's just going to say you've reached your event. It thinks it's an event. Um, I found this widget thing. Only thing is, I don't know how to get this on my back screen, like on, where it just counts in the back, but. Whatever. Can you do that, like on your home screen? I don't know. I thought it doesn't th- seem like it's possible. I thought that's what it meant by widget, but maybe I don't know what a widget is. <laughs> you, pro- you probably don't. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, oh well. Hmm. well uh, we do, not though. like you do. Is <laughs> who's going to be a part of this Atlanta Falcons football staff with Raheem Morris as the head coach? They have named and made it official. Zach Robinson, who comes to the Falcons from LA as the passing game coordinator, he is now the OC here in Atlanta. Jimmy Lake, who also is coming from L.A., is your D.C., and Marquise Williams is staying on as the special teams coordinator. It's like we talked about earlier. The biggest question moving forward is going to be who is calling the defenses. Is it Jimmy Lake, who is obviously a guy that uh, Raheem Morris trusts in and out of that role, has been with him at three different stops, and uh, has been always around Raheem Morris at those stops. So I I would love personally to see – Raheem Morris let Jimmy Lake kind of take the reins to that and, and you know, make those defensive calls. I think that that – I think a lot of people in the NFL value head coaches that can be head coaches, and since he's a guy that has worked on both sides of the ball, I think he would be invaluable to kind of work back and forth, you know, see what he's seeing game plan-wise on both sides of the ball. And 
and kind of work that in. So I, I don't know what he'll do, but it, it'll be really interesting to see moving forward what pieces they need to kind of implement what Raheem and Jimmy Lake both want to do. How well, uh, top on the list is keeping Calais Campbell here? Well, I would, I would – I think it – I think first it depends on what Calais wants to do, and I think secondly, I think they'd love to have him. Obviously, oh, yeah. well, yeah. I think it would be high, and I think Raheem is um, a coach that could keep him. I think Raheem is a guy that people want to be around, they want to play for, and if you tell, I, I think you would need to tell Calais what your plan for him is. I think yeah. that's, I think you owe a guy like that, a guy that's been in the league what sixteen years, a future Hall of Famer, one of the greatest to ever do it. I think you owe him that. I think to your point, Mike. With uh, Raheem's what Raheem wants to do, as someone that has managed and is a manager, and has worked on both sides of the glass, like the ball. Are you doing this right now? Yeah. Are you comparing yourself to Raheem Morris? Yeah. Is that what you're? you're yeah. Uh-huh. You're comparing this radio show to to the Atlanta Falcons. Well, it's my version of the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Wait, but it's did my you team. say you? So you, I. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look. All right, I'll let you go there. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll go down this road. With I think, you. Go ahead. I think you have. I think you're right, though. I think I think it's look. You don't need to have this whole control thing. Is it, it's too much when you try to control every aspect of everything that goes on. You end up spiraling out of control because it's impossible. You just if you just stand back and let guys. If you if you bring someone in, if you hire someone, Zach Robinson and Jimmy Lake are his hires. Those are guys that he's worked with that he wants to be around. If you trust them enough to hire them, then let them eat. Let them do their thing, and, mm. and then you'll be there for them as a support system. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that. I I want to, and I, I know a little bit about uh, L.A.'s offense and defense. We mentioned yesterday that Zach Robinson, I think with what they were trying to do, is a lot of 11 personnel, which for people that don't know what that is, it's one running back, one tight end. That means three wide receivers. I don't know that currently we have the personnel that suits what he wants to do, but like we mentioned yesterday, Van Jefferson, who was bought, brought over for one of those roles, was actually in L.A. with them before he was brought to Atlanta. So I'll be interested to see how that kind of uh, you know all goes. But you start to dive into these schemes, and it's like like Tiffany brought up, Calais, you know, do you want Calais back? How does he fit in that scheme? I think for the most part, that defense out in L.A. did a lot of similar things to Ryan Nielsen, other than maybe not quite as many pick stunts. I have to go back and watch it. They had, obviously, uh, a little bit better of an interior pass rush than the Falcons did down the stretch, and, and you know, I think that's putting it lightly. Um, so we'll see how that all kind of pans out, but... I'm not sure. I, I think at this point, when you look at what they do offensively, though, what Zach Robinson has done in the past, you need to probably add a wide receiver at some point. You are obviously going to get a quarterback. I think a lot of people just expect you to have an edge rusher. Jimmy Lake is a secondary guy, right? Ryan Nielsen came over as a defensive line guy. Jimmy Lake is a secondary kind of guy. So I, I think that plays in a little bit of saying, maybe we do go get an edge rusher. Maybe you need that unique talent on the edge to really send this defense to the next level. I don't know where those things will all sit in as far as free agent, uh, where in the draft, what round. I think as it sits right now, if I had to put money on it, you're probably going to take a quarterback with the eighth pick. I don't know that a lot of people expect it to be a free agent. Um, and so we'll see where that goes and, and, and where that kind of lands you with like the edge rushers. To, to do that. Given well, I, I think it's right now it's first-round quarterback or it's a free agent quarterback, well, right? It's it's the Kirk Cousins Kirk versus Jaden Daniels talk that's going to be going on for the next three months. It, uh, it also depends on where guys fall. Like, I read an article. I was reading an article to you guys in a break, uh, an athletic draft 
model uh, prediction, whatever you want to call them, uh, mock draft. And it had Jaden Daniels dropping to eight. It had the Bears keeping the first and drafting Caleb Williams, and which would mean maybe Justin Fields on the move. I was going to say, did it say where they had Justin <laughs> Fields it, going? It, it didn't. Oh, no. But but well, I have to double check. But um, but it had Jaden Daniels falling to eight. And and who I don't agree with this assessment of Daniels, but this guy says, look, uh, he's a bit of a reach even at eight. And um, you know, and then it talks about the things he's done. But then it had Brock Bowers going to the Jets at ten, which Aaron Rodgers and Brock Bowers together. Whew, all right. I mean, that's going to be fun to watch. But but it had Caleb Williams and Drake May going one and two in that. So you just do you want, do you want that for Brock Bowers for for Brock Bowers' career? I don't know if I like that though. I don't know if I like the fit I in New York for his career. Story. Do you think he could go higher than that? I mean, Brock. Like, yeah. Uh, I think. Look. We've seen this. We we know how this goes, and you. <laughs> There's a lot I of people know. around here that are spurned on tight ends going real high. But well, I I know. You know it's funny. Know, you know it's funny. So, you know, I just literally somebody <laughs> tweeted me the other day and said trade for Justin Fields. They said this is ridiculous. Now I'm not they saying said, for this organization to go draft. I'm just saying in general. I've I mean, seen people guy, say it. Okay, well I'm not. I'm don't come at me with your uh, being scarred you. from Twitter. You imagine two tight ends in the in the someone with the know. talent that Bowers have uh, has. Excuse me, I, I don't know. I think he, I think he's top ten talent. Uh, the position hurts him, and the run on on quarterbacks can hurt Quarterback. him. Because if because what I think about the two, what, what, what are you laughing? I'm just laughing at myself because it was almost a year ago that we were sitting here and I was going, you know, I like Bijan Robinson, but I just man, I don't know that you know, I, I don't know that a running back is going to get drafted that high. And, and, and here we are. Da- uh, they have Dallas Turner going four to Arizona, by the way, in this in this draft. Ding. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> what I would say is I think Brock Bowers has top ten talent. I just don't – I think the way the draft could play out and his position could knock him to, to outside of it or right around it. But Marvin Harrison Jr. should be most likely. Like, this draft has New England taking Marvin Harrison Jr., third instead of a quarterback because this guy says, well, they're not going to reach for a Jaden Daniels. I, maybe Gerard Mayo isn't, hasn't given up on Mac Jones. I, I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing we, we talk about. Know. We talk about all these, these, the, what these teams are going to do, but Washington's going to have a new head coach, whatever you do or don't like about Sam Howell and how it ended for them. The guy's got a gunslinger mentality He's not. It's like straight from my notes. It's so funny, but his he, he, he took that. sacks, but yeah, he's a, he, he's he's not brutal. And you talk guys in the league watch him, and they they say, "I like the way that kid plays." Guys that play quarterback, guys that are OC. I've talked to some guys that love the kid. So maybe somebody comes in there. Maybe that's how Ben Johnson gets that job. We don't need to draft a quarterback. This guy can play. Let me have some time with him. Let me put. A, let me draft Marvin Harrison Jr. To put at two and put on the other, it, there's just so many possibilities. Well, I think as it sits right now, and and, and we've kind of tossed this around. If Jaden Daniels is there at eight, I think Jaden Daniels is a slam dunk to the Atlanta Falcons. The problem is, who knows if he's going to be there at eight? Exactly. And you know, there's going to be so many trades. Obviously, inside of that top five, you know, depending on what Chicago's you know decides to do with their picks and with Justin Fields and everything else going on around that. And you see a Marvin Harrison, and you see, man, if they do keep Justin Fields, he is, he would be a great option to have in Chicago uh, and be part of that franchise there. So, if Jane, I'll just say right now, if Jane Daniels is there at eight, and we knew 
in advance that he was going to be there at eight, I, I would I would take that as a slam dunk for the Falcons. I would take that as a slam dunk. Well, that'd be great because then you can know what you could do with your free agency because the report came out yesterday that Kirk Cousins, if if you believe the report, was two years. He's looking for a two-year, $90 million deal. I think it's all fully guaranteed, a 40, it's 45 apiece. That's rich. That's real rich. Um, and 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 I just don't know if that's where you want to tie yeah, I didn't up. Expect, I didn't expect him to want that much. To be honest with you, I thought he would. I thought he'd be willing to take a little bit less to go win somewhere. And maybe, and maybe he will. Maybe that. Maybe that's the number he's floating around right now, and kind of giving the ceiling and saying, "Hey, I'll I'll shoot for the stars here." Whoever signs him has to sign him to me for a three-year deal because you've got to have if you're going to if he wants ninety million guaranteed, then you give him ninety million guaranteed, and you make it a three-year deal where you can stretch it out over a third year, right? And, yeah. And that yeah. way, it kind of it drops that that hit each year. Uh, the, there's ways that these general managers know how to move money around. I, I when we talked about it yesterday, I thought he would ask for a hundred million guarantee, but I thought it would be a little bit more and maybe over maybe over three years. I thought he would be aiming for thirty five to forty, and that would be over three years, and you would go ahead and guarantee almost all that, right, at a hundred million. So. We'll see how it all goes down, but uh, it's going to be interesting because that will play out before the draft, and maybe you have some other things to kind of fall in line before we get too far down the road. All right, when we come back, let's stick with the NFL. We'll get around to some of the latest news when it comes to new GMs, head coaches around this league, and guys, we've got your Super Bowl matchup set. So we want to talk a little bit more about the game, Chiefs, and the 49ers. That's all ahead here on the morning shift on Sports Radio 99 the game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talking all things Atlanta sports and beyond. This is the morning shift. Make some noise on Sports Radio 929 the game. It's time to huddle up. Bring it in close. Bring it in close. The latest NFL news, rumors, reports, and happenings within the huddle on the morning shift. From a healthier weight to more energy, when you switch your dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can feel magical. What sorcery is this? None at all. It's just a real food made for the health of dogs. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash magic. All right, we are going in the huddle now. Give you the latest around the NFL. Adam Schefter is reporting that the Chargers are working to hire the Ravens director of player personnel, Joe Horwitz, as their general manager. Chargers are uh 
looking at him now with, of course, the tie-in with John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh being named their head coach. His brother John, as you know, is the head coach of the Ravens, and that's where the tie-in, of course, with Horowitz uh, comes in. So he is now likely to join the team, um, and yet it's definitely a new coveted GM head coaching combo there. Isn't it nice? you got to think it's nice to if you're a – you just been hired as a head coach to step into that role and just call your brother and be like, Hey man, what do you think of this guy? Uh, no, he's good. He's good. He's good. Like what, what a sounding board. And obviously, you know, Jim has been in the NFL before and he's coached and been around this league his entire life. But it just fun. It's funny to me that you can just pick up the phone, call John. Hey man, what do you think of this guy? He didn't even have to pick up the phone. He just walked. He just changed suites that he was in on Sunday and said, Hey, there you go. Cause he was there. Uh, I think it, I will say this. I'm not a big fan of, of Jim Harbaugh. I think it's well-documented. He's a quirky, weird dude. Anyone you don't like, you're like, it's well-documented. Uh, well, because I put it out there. I've said like it. But, but I really kind of enjoy uh, how they support each other and how tight-knit they are as a family. You know, the dad's always at the games. Um, John showed up to the national title game when Jim was, uh, was coaching, and then Jim showed up to – both the Ravens games, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, he's been a bull. He's freezing uh, I, I in think, that one. I think that's I, – I, I, really, I really like that. Uh, I have no – I'm really interested to see Jim Harbaugh with Justin Herbert, some of the guys they have on offense, but then how who he brings in. And I think he's bringing this D.C. from Michigan, I think. Um, and how, how they how they use that defense. That defense is pretty good. He said he was excited about meeting Duran James. Uh, um, just, yeah, he said he was know, starstruck. Starstruck, uh, yeah. About re- meeting Justin Herbert. I don't and know if Herbert I believe too, that. Yeah. I don't know if I believe. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. And that's who. And I think that's why he wears thin on me because everything is just. Everything is Stop like a it. religious experience with him. <laughs> oh, I mean, I met everything him is a and, spiritual. And I, well, I just, I just, so I just couldn't wrong. believe this is a kid that you know, his hair, and his big arm and long legs and like dude, so on brand for him. But, so that, on brand. but that's how he talks about everything. I, I can understand why he gets young players excited and 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 motivated. Is he going to do the uh, shoulder pad and chest slap with Justin Herbert? Right, he's going to like, you know, knock him on his pads and push him and kind of roughhouse a little bit. He's yeah. he's going to do that, right? We got to be careful now. You know, I can get you. Yeah. In trouble. <laughs> I've had that conversation a couple times today. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Hey, well, tough news. When it comes to the Super Bowl matchup uh, on the Chiefs side, because defensive end Charles Amenihu is now out. Uh, he suffered a torn ACL. He was a huge part of Casey's defensive surge, recording seven sacks and two forced fumbles in 11 games. And, of course, he had the strip sack on Lamar Jackson that resulted in a turnover uh, against uh, yeah, against Baltimore. So uh, he put on his Insta or it's Twitter, I should say. Thank you for all the support. God makes no mistakes. We were all witness to my adversity earlier this year. I came back better than ever. I promise it will be no different this time. Um, I will see you all again. God bless. So, like, what uh, awful timing for an injury? Seems like he is out. So. Yeah. What yeah, awful timing for an injury like that? Torn his ACL. Can you, can you imagine going all the way through that? See, how many games would they have played at this point? Twenty uh, or. Well, they've played three playoff games in yeah. 17, so I 20 mean, that, plus the preseason well, 23. We talked about his adversity, so I'd have to look. Th- was he uh, I think he was hurt. I think, before? He, yeah. I think he came off an injury. Omenahu is a guy that if, when you watch the difference in the game, 
the first half and the second half when he's in yeah. and when he's not. He is they were able to maker. move the ball more. I would be like, can you find a way yeah. to piece this thing back together? Up. Yeah. Don't you have like some special, like, you know, just you know, new knee brace? Kind of maybe can lock of, it in. And I'm sure it feels the pain. I've never torn ACL before, so oh, I don't know yeah, the, what that is about. Um, it almost makes me think of, you know, Alex Mack when the Fals- Falcons were on their Super Bowl run and he had what he had fractured something. Yeah, in his fractured his leg. His uh, tibia or fibia, whatever it was. Well, it's fibula. Had to have been. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it, there's one that's a lot tibia. worse than the other, but <laughs> the tibia is the, the weight bearing. You know, the best part about but the Alex. Yeah. But, you know, Al- I saw Alex that Friday, I think, in the hotel. Because we were there. I stayed in the hotel. We were in the team hotel, stayed there. And. and you never would have known. That's how tough that guy was. And if he, if you ask, if you talk about it, 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 it started. It really started hurting him late in that game. And then you lost Schrader in that game too. That, and uh, I think Chris Chester went out. We were banged up at the end. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Sorry, I was just thinking of that story I told you before about Joe Holly. Go ahead and continue. I'll, I'll tell it when you're done. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's, uh, it's a big loss for them. And and they were they are a better defense and he's on the field clearly. Uh, you talk about the ACL and whether or not it hurts. I was living with Joe Holly at the time when he tore his. He's, I was already on IR. He tore his against the Vikings. I want to say um, up in Minnesota. It might have been the Levine Toilolo playing right tackle game. I can't remember. But Joe comes home and they you know he he gets home late that night. I'm kind of still sitting there. It's like one o'clock in the morning. He's like I'm like did you tear your ACL? He's like. Yeah, you know, they didn't really have the ability to do an MRI at the stadium, so they just did, like, an X-ray, and they were like, yeah, we can't really see anything. We'll have to, we'll have to do a scan tomorrow. And he, he puts his hand on the countertop and spins his lower leg around like a helicopter. And he's oh. like, I think it's torn, though. <laughs> I was like, dude. I was like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's torn. And he goes in there the next day. He goes, well, the reason we couldn't see it is because it was completely torn off the bone. Uh, wow. So we're gonna have to piece that back together. What? I was like, yeah, I, I could, oh. I could pretty much tell that when uh, I tore mine. And they did the MRI. It was because I, I still worked and I tried to play uh, the finish. I did finish soccer season that year, but it was like uh, a shred, and there were like little rips and tears and knots all down it. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the, 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 the t- like the actual that's that hurts, but it's not the worst. The worst pain I have ever had was post surgery. I was I was because it was I was 18. I had just I had just turned 18. I had just graduated high school, so I'm still at home. And they put those one of those little movement things. So your, oh yeah. Your legs in this movement yep. thing, and it keeps the blood kind of flowing or whatever. But you know, I had uh, some good pain pills. Yeah. And yeah, the, that'll work. I I went. My mom was supposed to wake up in the middle of the night and remind me to take one. <laughs> no. Don't blame and your mother for this. It was, Set your own alarm. It was throbbing. You were grown up at that and point. And then when they drained the knee, the draining the knee is the worst because they scraped the bone. All right. That's enough. Okay. It's hurt. So, there's, there's some pain in there. Uh, the Eagles have found another assistant for their revamped defensing, defensive coaching staff. This from, I can say, our friend now, Tom Pelissero. He's my friend, but now he's a friend of you guys, too, of uh, NFL Media. He reported that they're expected to hire former Seahawks defensive coordinator Clint Hurt as their defensive line coach. So Hurt was Seattle's D.C. for the last two seasons and have been with the organization since 2017. He's been around Vic Fangio at a number of different stops, and he's going to have some uh, he's going to have some good some good uh, baseline tools to work with up there with those I'd guys. Say so. Yeah, I'm I mean not that's uh, a bad situation. Yeah, I, I mean I would say if there's a coveted defensive line job, that's probably in the top three or four uh, as far as the league goes. He's 
He does have to get those guys to play at a, a higher level probably than they did down the stretch. Uh, and that yeah. and that and that one and six run, they weren't flying around like they did at the beginning of the season. And yeah. I don't I don't know what happened there, but man, they they there were times you watch them and you go, man, they're not playing with as much energy as they did before. They so. were getting gashed. Uh, in, in I mean, the, everything flipped for that. Entire yeah, season. that that was a whole that was a whole there was a lot. There had to have been a lot going on. I heard um, I was listening to somebody on the NFL, the, you know, the serious NFL channel. I was listening the other day, and the they were talking about the, the guys they have left, and they just don't think that Graham or Cox. They said, you know, the, both those guys could be done, and this could be it for them. And then they talked about, and this was don't a, say that to Fletcher Cox. Man. Well, I don't <laughs> if he is. Clown. He will, he <laughs> dude, dude, that guy is still, and he's still playing at a high level. But but then they said, we know Jalen Carter is going to be great, but Jordan Davis, the 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 book is still out on him. And I was thinking. It's kind of crazy to hear. I I don't think that. I, I mean, I didn't feel that way. I, I've I've watched. I, I feel like. I don't think it's an ability thing. From what I've seen, it's just a straight up energy level, just flying around. That's and, who he was at Georgia, though. He he's only got so many plays. Him, he's a big guy. Yeah, he is. So is Jalen Carter. Well, that's why Jalen Carter though, is supposed to. You know, I thought it would be better because he's a little more athletic, not quite as big, but he's he he seems to have a you know can go longer doing it at a high he, level. He doesn't take a playoff. Get at the heart of the NFL with the End of the Huddle podcast. Former offensive lineman Brian Baldinger and NFL insider Jason Lockham for a team up with the man who pulls no punches, Carl Dukes. They take you around the league and give you the inside scoop on the storylines that matter most and dive deep on the matchups that determine who wins and who loses. New episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Follow In the Huddle on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This hour has been brought to you by Zero Res. Smart, lasting, clean. What you got for Mike Up? Hey, look, we got uh, Top 5 Tuesday, and since uh, there is a water fast going on, and we had the conversation last week about Arby's and how people felt about that, Top 5 Fast Food Sandwiches. We also got to talk before we get to that about the lineage of NBA royalty rolling into State Farm over the next seven days. So we'll break all that down on the other side. It's Top 5 Tuesday on Mic'd Up, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. to more of the morning shift with Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Rolling along here on the morning shift. I know Mikey P is excited to hear about the Atlanta Hawks upcoming schedule and the uh, caliber. Hawks might not. Talent <laughs> that is going to be flowing through State Farm Arena. A little bit of a, I don't want to call it a gauntlet coming up because not all these teams are great, but you talk about the actual individual players. You got you got the Lakers coming to town tonight. I think they're on a back-to-back. I have to look and check that out. I'll pull that up for you. And then Friday, you got, yeah, Dylan says yes, I'm correct about that. They're on a back-to-back. Friday, you got Phoenix and, uh, and KD coming to town. Saturday, coming to town will be Steph Curry. Warriors. They've been hit or miss. I, I read something earlier that said that Clay Thompson might be on the market, uh, might be trying to get rid of that contract, and, and a little bit of turnover going on with them. And then the Clippers on Monday, um, which obviously they are playing at a very high level. Kawhi, yeah. Leonard, and company. So much for all the criticism out there, huh? They, uh, I think Dede said earlier, they have all accepted their roles right uh, out in L.A., so they're playing at a high level. Then you go, and, and this is completely off to- not off topic, but then you leave and you're going to go up to Boston and play the Celtics and the 76ers on Wednesday and Friday of next week. So, yeah. Well. Uh, Fun times. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, one thing about – I'll say about L.A., though, the Clippers. 
They have it. They have, and they're all playing great. And two of the, you know, two of those guys already knew how to get along with each other. Um, the thing, though, that I come back to is your face just looks devilish right now. Well, <laughs> the beard just disappears. Come, what do you say? Like he vanishes. May, kind of late <laughs> April, May, June. He's he's not visible. In the spr- late spring to early summer months. I thought you were going a completely di- uh, different di- uh, direction with that. I thought you were going to say something about DeJounte being a game-time decision tonight with the Lakers in town, who they have been linked to <laughs> over the last month plus. Well, I thought you were going a different direction. No, so uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sharp left. Yeah, sharp left. I mean, you know, it's always weird when a guy goes through warm-ups and then suddenly has a hamstring pull. Yeah. Um, you know, that's always our Something tightness. to keep our eyes on. Yeah, uh, we got uh, nine days till the till the trade deadline. I I believe that's. Will you see uh, him right. play again? It's a good question. Nine days. It's gonna be question. funny. When I'd love to say yeah. Dude, I, I like Dejounte, man. Look, I'd love to keep him here. They're gonna have to play him because you you know you can't be missing these games of hamstring and pass a physical when you get traded. <laughs> he's gonna have to suit him up at some point. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a dinner. Maybe there's a dinner going on late tonight. We'll see how that oh, goes. Oh, did you see Bajan Robinson was at the game I last did. night, the Texas Houston that. game? Check that out. Yeah. Lots of fun stuff. All right, let's go ahead and hit a mic, though. It's time to rant. Excuse me? It's time to rage. It's time for Miked Up. On the morning shift. Top five Tuesday on Miked Up. And let me preface this by saying we had a conversation around uh, in, in the office, in the studio, last week. And My it office, surrounded yeah. what we kind of grew up eating as far as fast food. I grew up eating this is sad. Don't come at me. Captain D's. All right. A lot yeah. of people feel a certain way about Captain D's. Fast food seafood is just a hard <laughs> I know. Hard I know. Hey. It's a, especially, and I'm from the coast. Like, I'm from Florida. Like, oh, so you look at it that hard. way and you're like, what are you doing? It's but, definitely a financial thing. It's much more egregious for you to say that than me. We didn't have a Long John Silver's in Dallas, Georgia. We had a Captain D's. We did have a place called Captain Eddie's at the time. I think it's gone now, but they had some fish. But Cap- Captain D's was like our fish place. We didn't know no red and new lobster or right. nothing. Right, <laughs> 100%. Is that a biscuit? Yeah. And what's I funny wish. about it is the, the the thought of Arby's popped up. And I was like, you know, I'm really not a huge fan of the roast beef and cheddar. And I have a problem with that because I'm Arby's. a huge Arby's fan. It, you know, the whole five for five thing that Arby's used to throw down when, when we were younger. And so I decided at that point that I was going to do a top five list of fast food sandwiches. Right, because I feel certain ways. Now, I haven't had all these recently, but fast food sandwiches. Now, in order to be fast food sandwich, you have to have actually the drive through with the window. Don't come at me about, you know, Jersey Mike's or something like that. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about fast I'm casual. Day-day-tous. All right. I'm not talking about Day-day-tous. fast casual. I'm up. talking about fast food, not fast casual, not where you stand in line like a Chipotle. I'm okay. talking about you actually drive up and you get the bag and you're out. All right. All right. So, I. Honorable mentions. I haven't had any of these, but a lot of people are starting to do this out kind of where you live, where I live. Maybe uh, the custard places, the Freddy's, the Culver's. Have y'all seen yeah, these? Yeah. I know there's a Culver's out on 92. I haven't been to a Culver's. Yet. I haven't either, but Very a lot of people things. have started raving about those hamburgers. Maybe that's next on my list. I also did not put uh, the, the, a slider category in there for like Crystal. A what? Right? Yeah, so I didn't oh, include Crystal in that. They are very, very good, but it just but felt like, like it was. Yeah. Right. It's not a sandwich, it's more of like a slider. You have to get, like, 12 of them to satisfy an appetite. And they're also so, really good at, like, 1 a.m. All right, I, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to see if y'all can kind of guess them before I actually say it. Let's start off from the top. Number five. This one has two four-ounce patties with cheesed sliced onions and tangy pickles. Double stack? No. Two, two four-ounce four patties. patties. Think about that. 
How much is four ounces? It's a quarter pounder with cheese. Double quarter pounder with cheese. Tiffany is correct off the top. Thank you very much. Give it. Used to be my give favorite. Her the clap. Uh, McDonald's double quarter pounder with cheese. That's a Royale with cheese where I'm from. That's a Royale with cheese where you're from. That's the number five right now. McDonald's double quarter pounder. It's pretty classic. Like I feel like most people. When it's I good. used to go there, it was a that was yes. That's what you that got? My, yes. Okay, so you weren't a Big Mac person. A lot of people no. are going to come at me about the Big oh, Mac. I'm not, Big Mac. I'm not I a huge fan the of the Big Mac. Mac. Oh, love the Big Mac. No special sauce for me, man. I'm good. You, I'm good. It had a special meaning for me. That was the first time I got to upgrade from a Happy Meal at McDonald's, so I got the Big Mac. <laughs> you felt good about it? I did. I felt like a man. <laughs> when I upgraded from a from a uh, Happy Meal, it was like, you can pick three things off the dollar menu. And it was like, I'll take three double cheeseburgers. Like, <laughs> Let's go ahead and throw that down right now. Number four. Number four. Six slices of bacon, and it also now comes on a pretzel bun. Baconator, the Baconator uh, yeah. from that's Wendy's. my favorite fast food <laughs> that was burger one ever. On my list. Yeah, yeah. It, I've been told that that's actually the best quality of beef you can get at a lot of these fast food restaurants. That Wendy's actually has the best quality, and I do love the fact that it comes in a square patty. When uh, Arch and I did a show back in the day, um, and I'd have a bad, I'd be, I'd be feeling rough. He'd be like, and he still does to this day. He goes, Hey, go home and get yourself a Baconator. Because I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm so mad. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm, like, I'm going to go binge. I'm going to eat a Baconator. So now his thing is me. Go get yourself a Baconator. That's your football hangover food. Yeah. These aren't sandwiches. These are burgers. Okay. Uh, is there the- bread and meat yeah. sandwich? No, burger is not a sandwich. It's a burger. Well, let me move along okay. and see if you change your Because I have two right. sandwiches that should be on here. All right, let's move along. Of course along. you did. Number three. This one is the signature sandwich of this establishment that is headquartered in Athens, Georgia. It was originated in Statesboro. Is it, it's the Zaxby's place, right? Zaxby's signature sandwich. Have you guys had this thing? I know a lot. Of, you know, there was a craze with the Popeye sandwich and everything like that. I didn't personally have a good experience with the Popeye sandwich. I'm going to be honest. I didn't try. Ding. I didn't. Uh, I didn't have a good experience with the Popeye sandwich, but I do have a good experience with the Zaxby's signature sandwich that is out now. Zach sauce, the pickles. Huge fan of pickles. It absolutely throws down. A couple slices of bacon on that thing. So good. If you get the Zaxby's signature club. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and put y'all on that. Go ahead and hit that up later today. You're welcome if you haven't had that just yet. So well, You guys can't yet, but. Right, yeah, that's right. And that was the funny thing about this list. I had already made my mind up I was going to do this, and then with this water fast thing, it was like, right. basically, I'm making a, a wanted list of what is going to happen Thursday around lunch. Uh, and, and I know oh, Bo dude. said he's going to have chicken noodle soup, but it's going down for me. Uh, you know, uh, that's we'll, 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 we'll figure that out it. when yeah. we get there. All right, let's go ahead and move along. Number two. This one is uh, – in Atlanta staple, and this place is based out of Atlanta, so I think it's fair to say that no. you can go ahead and take this one to the bank. Don't, no, I'm not even gonna say it. Better not. Chick fil A. It's Chick fil A. Oh, okay. It's Chick fil A. It's the I got I, the crispy chicken deluxe from Chick fil A. Lettuce, tomato, bacon, pickle, and I, it just like there's there's nothing like it. There's the yeah, crispy chicken deluxe. There's nothing like it. Throw a little bit of that Chick fil A sauce on top of it. Barbecue, whatever you want to do, and throw it down. That's number two right now. I don't need just... the deluxe. But you know, the standard chicken, Chick-fil-A sandwich is fine too. One thing I haven't done yet, I want to try real quick, is I did it with the biscuits where you get a chicken biscuit and you put cheese and bacon on it, and it's just chicken biscuit. Out of this I'm world chicken, good. egg, and cheese biscuit, but the bacon I have heard on the chicken is very, very solid. So good. So I want to do that with a regular Chick-fil-A sandwich, but I don't know. Sounds about like a good move. Yeah, I would, I would eat that. Yeah, maybe with cheese too. That's a, that's a. <laughs> That's a lot, a lot of farm right, animals in that one. Anyway, a lot of farm animals in that one. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Number one. I grew up on this one. Guys, we actually did a live show from there about six months ago. Uh, it is it's the brand burger. new, brand new to the Atlanta market. There's a couple. There's one up in Kennesaw, one up in Woodstock. I think there's a number of them going up all over the place, maybe up in Buford. The Whataburger double meat, double cheese. It is can't 
miss. By far, my favorite on this list. If I had three, I, I would have made it three, two, and one. I would have done the triple, the single, and the double all the way down the list. That's how good this hamburger is. I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm just saying it's a, these are burgers. These are not sandwiches. So chicken is the only option. It's Or unless I, I want to go with the roast beef. La- allow chicken to Give be me an example of something list. you think I missed that should have been in that would have been a sandwich. Well, where, what's number one? Number okay, one yeah. is the double meat, double oh, cheese Whataburger. Okay. Yeah. 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 So are I you... always would go to Arby's, the market uh, fresh thing. This was back in my, where, where would is I? Is that a wrap? Like, market fresh wrap? I was always at Arby's. Arby's got yeah. Yeah. Did you just throw a wrap in my face and try no, to say that's a sandwich? A I was going to say, don't. I will not stand for I this. I would get the roast turkey ranch and bacon sandwich no. from Arby's. The only answer from Arby's is a big Montana. is what I would get too, but those are sandwiches. Big Montana is a roast beef sandwich. What's the difference between a hamburger and a sandwich? Sandwiches are cold cuts. Ruben's not cold. Ruben's not cold. Hey, we got to ask her the question. We got to ask her the age old question. Do you think a hot dog is a sandwich? What? Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. No, it's not. I agree. I agree because it's not between two pieces of bread. It's one piece of bread that's. Is it a hamburger? No. Now I have more questions. Is a hot dog a hamburger? No, it's a hot dog. It's its own category. It's its own beef, thing. You can have a beef dog. It could it could skew more towards the, the hamburger it, realm, according to my standards. It could be a call, it could be called. I a, like your list. I'm just saying these are. All right. There but should it, be a well, hamburger. Let's list. review real quick. <laughs> McDonald's double quarter pounder with cheese, okay, number five. Nice. Wendy's Baconator at four. Zaxby's Signature Club at three. Chick Fil A Crispy Chicken Deluxe at two. And the Whataburger Double Meat Double Cheese Baconators. at one. I am hungry now. Baconator's too low. By the way, if he goes and orders Dang. at a restaurant, these are all called handhelds. They're all in the same. Menu selection. You know what's not a handheld? Sloppy Joe. <laughs> it is. You hold it in your hand when you eat it. <laughs> you Boy. and your food truck Sloppy Joe me, idea. Get out of here. Something. I Get want a Sloppy here. Joe so we'll bad. We'll see. Five years from now, we'll see I Squid would, roll up in a food truck at Falcon's Training Camp with his Sloppy Joe's. I would eat a whole can of squids. I could eat a whole can of manwich right now. Oh, my oh God. God. Okay. Oh, All right. That's that image just made my stomach churn. When we come back here, it'll be time for the wake-up call. You can weigh in on Mike's list of burgers because that's what it is, even though he calls them sandwiches. You can weigh in and see if uh, you want to dethrone his top choice. You can call us at 404-726-0929, or, you know, we can get back to the NFL and talk about some of these coaches. That's next here on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio, 99 of the game. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.